Fat Packs, and this is day three from the Sports Card Expo in Toronto, aka Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing all right, man. We're having such a great weekend here. It's, uh, it's, it's been, been a fun been a time. Blast. Yeah, and it's cold. It's cold. I love it's, it. It's a balmy 34 degrees. It is today. A balmy 34 today, which is awesome. <laughs> but it feels we even good. had a little snow flurries on the way. A little in. snow flurries. Good yeah, stuff. It, it was nice. Good okay, stuff. man. Uh, sitting in front of us is the uh, a guy that we were trying to get over here all weekend. He's busy, man. He's a busy man. He's a busy dude. He's a busy man. He's a busy dude. One Mr. Tim Carroll. I got that right. Tim Carroll, right? That's correct. And he is, man, I'd I'd walked by his booth and I'd never seen anything like this. You're a sports artist, which we love sports artists. We'll get into that a little later. But tell us exactly what it is you do, Tim. I take cards that no one wants anymore, the commons from the early 90s, the late 80s, and I cut them up. And then take the pieces and create um, mosaics, okay. portraits of, of athletes. Someone has finally figured out what to do with the junk air. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I think I could cut the rest of my life and not not ever put a dent in, 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 in any oh, one no. set. No, no. never. Never. What? So, all right. I have so many questions. First, why? Like, where did you come up with this concept? Oh, in 2009, it was a, there was a science trip that I was on in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, my wife and I were both educators. Okay. And um, down in New Orleans, I picked up a magazine at a 7-Eleven. Long story short, there was an article in there about uh, the 100th anniversary of the Wagner T206. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So I looked over at my wife and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I could take all of those junk comments in my closet and just, like, trade them at a card show for a Wagner? Like, Obviously, no one's going to do that. But she looked over at me. She's like, yeah, why don't you try that? Said, You've got thousands. I said, you know, maybe it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's not a quantity. He's it's married <laughs> to the same person we're married to. <laughs> yeah, it's not a quantity thing. It's a quality thing. Right. So uh, I got back home, and it just kind of stayed on my mind. And, and I decided to, you know, I wanted to, even though I wasn't really painting or doing anything like that, I wanted to do some sort of art project on the Wagner. Okay. okay. But I started looking at the cards, and I pulled them out of the closet and was glancing at them, and all the colors just, you know, kind of started talking to me, I guess. Right. You know, um, I was like, hey, that looks like this, and that looks like that. It's not perfect, but right. I started laying them out, and I was going to kind of overlay them, but okay. then I realized, now I'm going to have to cut the borders off. So once I cut one border off, it was, it was destroyed anyway. Right. Might as well go ahead and cut more. Right. And then it just, you know. Just float out like that. Scissor hands and and, and, and pieces went flying. Are you an art savant then, or Uh, I like to draw when I was younger. Okay. And then in '96, I went for a semester uh, on an art graphic design art scholarship uh, at a local community college back in Mississippi. So 
and then now you're making these amazing art pieces. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a big yeah. jump. But that's good. So now <laughs> yeah. we're gonna sell all these art pieces, right? <laughs> well, and I started out just by I mean, the Wagner. It was just it <laughs> is was. That the plan? <laughs> <laughs> is that the plan? <laughs> <laughs> it, it make make a true trade. That would be great. Yeah. 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 Okay, I got you. So how did like how did you start out? Like, did you did you start selling this stuff or? No, I started out to put the Wagner online, and you know how the internet is. You put something oh. out there, and and the next thing you know, you have emails, and you have, you know, people wanting to know why. And at the time and right. then and other people were like this is awesome you know you've found a use for the card so sure um can you do you know this guy can you do that guy um it, it just it kind of it, it boomed after that awesome. uh there was a it was even a, a small you know article in beckett about it back then in, yeah. in 09 mm-hmm. and uh after that you know the emails really started coming and then i realized hey i can i can actually supplement some you know teaching income with sure this right here take family on some vacations that i normally wouldn't be able to do that's right. awesome. great awesome so do you have a when you see like i see you working on Ma- uh, working on matthew's young gun over there mm-hmm. like when you see when you what, what makes you what triggers that thing in your head you go oh i want to do this one uh well some mo- most instances it's it's the client that okay you know, so right. you know i had um you know i talked to chris upper deck and he he wanted to you know jump on on the um young toronto stud you know of course and, you know while we're here and so right. you know I, I created you know i'm working i'm i'm almost finished with the with the young gun piece okay how long does it take you to do one like that, like the that piece. I will have about sixty-eight hours into it by lunch today, which is when I wow. anticipate being finished. Okay, so what about the Wagner then? How long did that take you? Oh, that one. That was, was your first less. one, so it was very rough. Uh, looking back now, you know, at the time I thought it was great. Looking back now, it it's it's you know it's it's rough, but it's a con uh, concept piece, it's like conceptual. Sure. So right, you right. know, it was the first time I'd ever did anything like that, and mm-hmm. the first couple of pieces were like that. And then I started spending more time with them and mm-hmm. trying to really you know. Um, work with the underdrawing to make sure that the proportions were correct and, mm-hmm. and such. So it's yeah. now, now tell our listeners how big are these pieces? Um, they obviously can't see them right at the moment. So Yeah, they're 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 just uh, a shade over like twenty inches wide by twenty eight inches tall. Okay, okay so but, almost like a poster size. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I do work as I've worked as large as a you know thirty by forty three feet by three feet. I just did a a picture of my son uh three feet by three feet so okay it's a little shy of that so okay very cool so you say you did a picture of your son mm-hmm. would are you open to doing pieces like that for for i clients? wasn't i wasn't at first but once i got to you know doing that and seeing you know how much how much flexibility i have as an artist when it comes to that sure it, it's yeah it, I, i'm definitely open to it and, awesome. and now that i do this for a living Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I welcome the commission. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you done teaching now? Or, or yeah, okay, I, so I left the teaching time. profession. You know, about a year and a half ago, uh, yeah, my wife and I, I was working, I was working, you know, on, on the teaching job during the day and nights and weekends. Uh, I was spending on the artwork, okay. and I just wasn't getting enough time with my family. And there was an opportunity that presented itself, you know, last fall. And uh, um, we we talked about it, we prayed about it, and uh, you know we came to the decision to go ahead and you know make the leap and yeah. uh, see see where it see where it took us. It's been it's been nothing but positive ever since. Well, a running theme on this show is God will direct you. Absolutely. So if yeah. if that's what God told I you to do, then completely agree. Then awesome. Yep. That's what you did. Now, did you do the remembrance piece for Upper Deck a couple of two years ago? Yeah, um, we were we were talking about doing just like maybe just a poppy, but then like a week before the show, uh, there was the tragedy at the Parliament Building with uh, right. Corporal Cirillo. Yeah, okay. So uh, Chris and I got back together and decided to do you know something 
a little bit more personal to that. So uh, I did a portrait of Corporal Cirillo, and uh, while we were there that weekend, I had the opportunity to head down to the Hall of Fame, and we met Wayne Gretzky, and he ended up signing the piece. And from what I understand, it ended up going to oh, wow. Corporal Cirillo's dad. So, nice. Oh, wow. Uh, which is, How cool I mean, is that? you know, it's um. It's one thing to do a piece of an athlete. It's one thing to do a piece of, you know, someone's favorite player or whatever. But when you do something and the people around here, um, as, as great as I was treated that weekend and, and with, um, you know, them hurting the way they were, um, yeah. to be able to do something like that as right. a tribute for them, um, it was pretty special. And I think that will always be something that's really special to me. That's, that's fantastic. awesome. That's so that's so cool. I don't. You weren't. You didn't see it. But I saw it, but it was a it was a beautiful piece, man. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful piece, and like I remember now, I'm putting it together. That was you. Yes. You know. So that. Uh, yeah, I was a lot. I was a lot slimmer then. <laughs> a lot slimmer. <laughs> Art's treating you good, man. You're gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're, no. he's, he's in the card uh, business. I've he's got, in the card I've business. Got, now, I've so got to get out of the few pants. Yeah, I've got to get out of the studio and back back in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so That's awesome. Have you had? Do you have a favorite piece that you've done? Uh, well, now that I've done the one of my son a couple finished no, it a couple yeah. of weeks ago. That's obviously the one. But, uh, as far as the the sports ones. Um, you know, I don't know. Every I tell, I think about it. I get this question often, and and I think that it's kind of like you know your kids, and you you love sure. them all. The, the right. you love them all, and you, but you love them different because they're different True. people. My pieces, uh, there's certain aspects about each one that I learn something from, and so mm-hmm. I take from it. And so I guess I, I love them all for different reasons. Okay, uh, like I can remember the Craig Biggio that I did. I love. The way the jersey came together and the Willie Mays, I love the way I used nothing but gloves off of the cards for the for the drape in the background on oh, the 51 cool. Bowman. Uh, so, I mean, I, there's different things. Uh, I, I did have a, a family recently that drove down the East Coast to uh, come to my studio to present uh, a piece that they had ordered for their uh, adult son. Um, they were an elderly couple and they... Um, bought the piece and got him down there and he got in the studio and tears were flowing oh, uh he wow. had no wow. idea it was coming and it was a you know 87 tops mookie and it was it was a beautiful moment yeah that's awesome. great so what is the you, <clears throat> what is the weirdest strangest far out there request that you've gotten to do so far uh, <laughs> have you had any like off the wall like or yeah, my wanna, dog or my yeah. dead cat or oh, definitely or the dog that was the first thing that popped in my head but um one of the things that you know a, a lot of a lot of people kind of throw out there and i've even considered before is making like a piece out of nothing but that same card like uh, uh 88 okay. donruss diamond king out of nothing but you know Andre Dawson, eighty-eight Donruss Diamond Kings. Make it, you know, make the Dawson. But um, when you're talking about pieces, cards that small and the slivers of yeah. color that are within that to try to blow that up, it would take thousands, and uh, I would probably claw my eyes out. Ah, yeah. I see. So I got to ask about your supply. Like, do you, uh, at, at some point you're going to run out of cards, right? Uh, no. No? Okay. So <laughs> no. Are, do you get donations or? Yeah. Okay. I, when I first started, I just had a few thousand in my closet. Okay. And so, uh, you know, you go on eBay and you can buy vending boxes from the late 80s for, right. for dirt cheap. Nothing. Sure. Nothing. 12,000 cards in those vending cases. And, and, and so I, I got going that way. But um, people started wanting to, and they're amazing. People are, are just, they, they astound me mm-hmm. uh, with their generosity. Uh, you see all the negative stuff, but sure. these people are great. So I started getting all these emails and um, people wanting to uh, have their cards that they no longer needed, but they wanted them 
to be a part of something else and not ah, just like okay. giving away to sell or whatever right. or yard sale. They, they decided to, uh, and so they would offer them up, ship them to me. And uh, I mean, I, I'm sitting on around 450,000 cards in my studio and I have had to turn off the donations for, for the time being. There's okay. still some certain sets I have to go out and look for. Sure. You know. Right. But, um, yeah, because some of them have certain colors and certain correct. contracts. Yeah, like the Absolutely. 87 wood grain is probably Absolutely. something that you're but using I have, for. I have so many of, of those. Those, yeah, that I'm done. You know, but, <laughs> but, but uh, I've kind of moved more into the, um, you know, the late 90s when there was like that explosion of sets. Okay. Yeah. But there was also the explosion of color within sure. those sets. Sure. And so, um, and a lot of shine and things that I need now if I'm, you know, reproducing a modern card, uh, more recent okay. issue. So, All right. uh, I, I, I get to use those as well because no one's going to really miss those commons either sure no now i have to ask you uh, two two questions uh so one how do you determine what card to use and two when people send you these donations have you ever been flipping through them like oh you probably shouldn't have donated that and <laughs> there was one time where i had like three different three different boxes donated to me at one time but i'd also had some other boxes of cards donated and so it, it all kind of like went together yeah and then i went through it later and there was a 89 upper deck griffey in there okay. Um, okay but i don't know who gave it to me uh, so yeah I, I ended up giving that one away at, at, at one of these events you know there was sure a, but uh you know pass on the it wasn't something that was crazy expensive but at the yeah. same time you know it was it was cool to give back awesome. but um no as far as like how i choose the card to use uh it just depends on the the color but sometimes i try to keep a theme together i okay. created a um, you know ty cobb cracker jack okay and um i got to thinking if i'm going to do a ty cobb cracker jack it, the to match the cracker jack red in the background right what better card to use than a 2004 tops cracker jack so right. sure you know i use that set to create the uh you know the caramel looking border and the the background and i used as much as i could in the face okay and and the and the the bat on that card so i try to um use stuff that makes sense to it if i can if not then whatever makes it look good okay, okay. Now, have you been able to incorporate any of like the jersey pieces, the jersey cards? Are there any, any plans to try to do that, like incorporate that into a card or a piece that, that you're doing? I've done that one time. Okay. Uh, at the 2000, I think it was it was the National in Cleveland in 2015, three years ago, 2014, mm, yeah. something like that. Um, and uh, I did the LeBron James 2003 Exquisite, okay, uh, number to 99. And I used it was a you know like a store bought LeBron okay, jersey, yeah, but yeah. I cut a big swatch oh, okay. out of it to use on that piece there just to kind of make it a little look a little more uh, yeah. authentic. I guess right. you're saying. Yeah, but, sure. Gotcha. But um, uh, it's it's fun you know yeah. using a patch like that. It was <laughs> difficult to get the seams around it and get the cards to sticking over the you know the top of the, the edges, sense. but right. it was you know okay. I'll, I'll work that out. I'll work figure it out. I'm <laughs> sorry. Good. So. Uh, we'll let you get out of here, but one last question. Where can our listeners find your work, and how can they like commission you if they want to? Okay. You can uh, find my work at uh, timcarrollart.com. Okay. Uh, that's two R's, two L's on Carroll. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at timcarrollart. Um, email timcarrollart at yahoo.com. Okay. And um, that's the easiest. Any of those ways, you'll, you'll get me. Good awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I got I to gotta tell you one, one quick story. Sure. Uh, as we were walking 
as we were walking the show floor, I heard you talk, and I went, "That is not a voice from here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is a this is a Fulton, Mississippi, from the Dorsey community, yes. just outside of Tupelo, and uh, I'm a I'm a Myrtle Beach, uh, just outside of Myrtle Beach, transplant about six years ago. There you so, go. Yeah. So I was like, I got it. This Southern guy's boy. special. I got to have him on. <laughs> <laughs> There's something special about this man. But uh, hey, man, thank you very much thank for your time you guys. this morning. I appreciate you. And uh, you you have two new big fans, yeah, literally thanks, and guys. figuratively. Thanks, yes, Eric, for thanks sure. Paul. Appreciate you guys. Right, very not a much. problem, man. Hey, what's up? This is Chris, Chief Break Officer here at Top Shelf Breaks, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul, on Beckett Radio. All right, Paul, we're back after that quick break, and we're going from Tim Carroll, sports artist, to Cheryl, Bobby Orr, Hockey Hall of Fame uh, personnel. Is that is it fair to call you personnel? Well, I don't want to give you the right title, so are you are you the, the you say the, personnel or personality? Uh, per, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you the administrator what, or the director? What what is your position there? I'm actually the general manager of the Bobby Orr Hall of Fame in the Charles W. Stocky Center up in Perry Sound, Ontario. Awesome. That's a great job. That is a great job. You get to sit and talk about hockey, and you get to talk about Bobby Orr all day, right? I do, I do. And shows like this are especially fantastic because everybody stops by the booth, and everybody has a Bobby Orr story. Of course. Now, uh, I don't want to insult you, but Paul and I are a couple of uh, uh, fat guys from Dallas, Texas, who don't know a lot about Bobby Orr. So I wanted to have you on. I know the shot. I know who he is, and I know why he's great. But there's... With the amount of stuff that you have at your booth, there's a much bigger story there that I think that we're missing out on. So tell us who Bobby Orr is in Perry Sound. Why, why is it such a big deal there? Thank you. I'd be happy to. <laughs> so Bobby Orr was born in Perry Sound, Ontario in 1948. He started skating at a young age, and he was one of those phenoms that just was a natural on the ice. And, of course, Perry Sound is in northern Ontario, mm-hmm. right. very small town. They used to skate out on the actual Georgian Bay or on the river, so it was outdoor, and they played what they called shinny hockey. Um, and very quickly, he became very accomplished to the point of when he was only about 12 years old he was recognized in Gananoque at a no tournament that he was attending with the Perry Sound team that he was playing on in minor hockey and Bren Blair uh, they were there to actually scout some other player, young uh, players okay. and they saw Bobby Orr and that was kind of the start of the story and so they never lost sight of him and he was actually um, brought into or he signed on to the Oshawa Generals uh, when he was 14 years old, wow. uh, played with the Oshawa Generals until he was allowed to play in the NHL. He signed his contract with the Boston Bruins, and that's where the kind of story the story really picks up from there that most people are familiar with. Right. Wow. That's so he he's just the son of Perry Sound and he's the beloved piece of Perry Sound, right? Yes, we do like him to, to call him <laughs> a hometown boy. Um, and so the Perry Sound uh, Bobby Orr Hall of Fame, as I mentioned, is um, a division of the town of Perry Sound. Mm-hmm. It was a concept, obviously, that would be long awaited by the residents of Perry Sound who always thought of Bobby Orr as theirs and wanted to recognize and make sure that they celebrated his success and recognized him. So starting, you know, I'm going to say in the late 90s, there was a, an ongoing group of residents of Perry Sound that were doing just that, trying to pull together the idea, raise funds and mm-hmm. find the, the right way to build um, a Hall of Fame and how, or what that would look like. Okay. In 2003, the actual came to reality when the building was was finished and it was actually Performing Arts Center as well as the Bobby Orr Hall of Fame. So it's, it marries two cultures together under I one see. roof. <laughs> um, and it is a beautiful, the Bobby Orr Hall of Fame is a beautiful 7,500 uh, 
foot on the main floor oh, wow. of all of his own personal collection of archives. Mm. And so people come in and wander around and have a look at it. And I think what happens is we all kind of go back in time when we go into a museum. And, sure. and Bobby's history is recent enough that many of us actually remember being 10 years old or 15 years old or 20, sitting on the couch watching that famous goal being shot. Sure. And then upstairs, of course, like we always have to have there's interactive games and, and something oh, for everybody cool. to play with. And so people can come in, get immersed downstairs, and then go up and pretend that they're the actual one scoring the goal. There you I go. See. That works. I see. That's about the closest I would ever get to a hockey <laughs> rink. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> right. that'd be cool. Neither of us can skate. So, <laughs> no. so we're, we're just outside of Toronto. How far north of Toronto is Perry Sound? It's two hours north of okay. Toronto. So it's a quite a drivable day distance. And so we're trying to, and that's why you see us down here at the mm -hmm. Hall of Fame. So you see us with a, a lot of our um, little bit of memorabilia, but mostly what we do is bring items that we have in the gift shop okay. to try to make people more aware that the Bobby R. Hall of Fame is located in Perry Sound. It's only two hours. It's a great day trip. Perry Sound is on the shores of Georgian Bay, which, of course, is a large bay off of uh, Lake Huron. Okay. Sure. Uh, for those of you who are in the, the southern U.S. <laughs> and probably don't know our geography <laughs> up there. Right, right. Um, and it's, it's absolutely beautiful, especially summer and then winter, snowmobiling, ATV. Okay. That kind of fun stuff. That so works. she answered my question. I was like, why should we come up? Why, why should folks who visit Toronto come up to see, see Perry Sound? But she got all that in. She right did. There. She <laughs> nailed it all, man. That's awesome. So you have some pieces over here. What, what do you have over here that you have for display right now? So what we brought today in partnership with the Hockey Hall of Fame out of Toronto mm -hmm. is um, some actual artifacts um, and from the Hall of Fame. So they've brought up, first of all, two trophies, the Canada Cup yep. as okay. well as the Norris Trophy. For those that, uh, uh, that okay. are familiar with Bobby and even those that aren't, Bobby Orr won the Norris Trophy eight years, eight mm -hmm. times for uh, the best defenseman. Right. So he's, he's so well known for that part of his career. So we have the tr two trophies here. And as well, we actually have the Canada Cup jersey from 1972 mm -hmm. Canada Russia series that That's was his actual cool jersey piece. I know it's just you know I think it's actually I gotta say it's probably the very first time that I've seen it and uh -huh. been able to kind of work with it and then we have a couple of artifact cases that have his, one of his game used hockey sticks and a few other pieces of memorabilia that we're hoping that the uh, attendees of the sports card show actually enjoy but to also Hopefully those people down in Dallas or all over the United States that are listening <laughs> will say, hey, I have to get up there to the Hockey Hall of Fame and then to Perry Sound to see the Hall of Fame. There you go. We have some, uh, we have some big fans in Boston that listen, so I, I don't think it's completely... Uh, out of the out of the realm of possibility for our our guys in Boston to take Not a trip up here, you know, with Bobby Orr being as big as he is, and then we have actually our second li largest listening base is here in Toronto. Okay, so, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, makes sense. That's why we're here, right? So, <laughs> uh, they uh, the guys here in, in the Toronto area they get behind us. So uh, I, even if they didn't know about the Bobby Orr Hall of Fame, they sure do now. So Good. I'm hoping that they come up and see you. Uh, do you have a favorite piece that's uh, that's in the museum or in the Hall of Fame? Up in Perry Sound, I have I have two favorite pa pieces, okay. actually. So the number one favorite piece that I have there is the actual puck that they scored, that famous goal. Oh, wow. The stick's there, too. Okay. But it's just something, when I look at that puck and I realize that that was, that was the moment in history, the picture, the photograph that you see, the goal, is the most reproduced uh, piece of sports or picture from sports history. Oh, really? um, and so that's why you see it quite often around. My second favorite is his very first NHL contract. And 
and so it's hanging in there. That's and what cool. I like about that, it's for $10,000 with a $15,000 signing bonus. <laughs> but one of my favorite things is to, to, to take kids on tours through it and they look at it and they laugh because oh, they've yeah. got the $100 million players out there now. Sure. But when I do the math with them to tell them how much 25000 in total was yeah. worth in 1962 compared to 19 or 2017 dollars. It's a pretty attractive amount of money that he signed up for in those days. Right. That makes That's sense. right. Now, I have to ask, uh, us being a sports collectible show, do you guys have a rookie card, a Bobby Orr rookie card? In the we do not. Oh. We do not have the rookie card. We oh. uh, we have a couple of pieces that, that, that show it, but we don't. Bobby obviously has them. And I've often thought... Um, that that might be one of the displays that you'll see in the future at the Bobby R. Hall of Fame that we'll actually put together working with Bobby, um, a, an actual set of his uh, hockey cards and um, have it as a very um, time-limited um, sure. uh, tour for people to come up and take a look at because when you look on eBay or anywhere else, that's the card to, ha- to find. Oh, for sure. It's, uh, I, I do the hockey pricing at the office, and uh, every month in our magazine we have something called the Hot List, and... <laughs> what the hot list is is the the hottest selling cards of the past thirty days. It is hard to to not put the Bobby Orr card on there every time, but it, it's been on there so many times <laughs> that like you got to find something different just to change it up a little bit. But mm-hmm. I could rightfully say yes, the Bobby Orr rookie card is is there. It's such an iconic. It it looks like he's coming out of the television. You know, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's an iconic <laughs> card. Absolutely, it, it should be there every time. But you know, then. Then uh, new collectors are like, you know, what about Austin Matthews or, oh, or right, Connor exactly. McDavid yeah. or something? Yeah. So, so we understand that, but it's mm-hmm. it's hard to justify not putting it there. That's right. It's a, it's a great, great, great piece. So uh, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for coming over. I'm, yep. We talked at the beginning of the show. And we finally made it here on the last mm-hmm. day uh, for coming over. So uh, give our listeners where you guys have social media. Can Mm -hmm. can you give our listeners your social media so they can find you? Absolutely. And thank you, gentlemen, very much for including us in in your sports broadcast. We appreciate the time that you give to us. And and, and it's fun to be here at the show. So you can find us um, on the web at bobbyorhalloffame.com. We have a Facebook link that goes from there as well as our Twitter link as well. So please, we invite everyone to go on there, sign up, like them, and you'll then um, be uh, let know of any events that are coming up with Bobby or anything at the Hall of Fame and it'll take you all the way up to our door which is what we really want people to do. Awesome. awesome. Now Very are you cool. able to order the t-shirts and the, the stuff that you have for sale off those websites? Thank you. Yes we do. We okay. have our, an online gift shop as well oh, sweet. that Perfect. they can go on click okay. on it and we ship it out hopefully the same day. Awesome. There you go. Great. That's cool. That, that's key right there in case they can't physically right. make that trip. At least they can still Absolutely. be a part of it. Absolutely. So those in Dallas yeah. that want a Bobby or shirt yeah. Go online right now and order it from me. <laughs> right now, right now. We'll actually do a special if you're from Dallas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. All right. Thank you so very much, Shell. Uh, appreciate your time. I'm going to come over there and uh, look at something and try to not buy it. Explain to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christy Petrillo from Figure Slay Company, and you're listening to the Fatbacks on Beckett Radio. All right, Paul. We're back after that quick break. So let's let's recap right quick. We've had uh, Tim Carroll, Tim Carroll, the sports artist. On we've had uh, Cheryl from the Bobby Orr Hall of Fame. Wonderful lady. Wonderful lady. Absolutely. And surprise, surprise, surprise. We're gonna have another hockey interview. Get out of here, <laughs> man. Uh, you Ethan, owe me. I do. You I'm, owe so, me. I'm sorry, Ethan from Fanatics. He is the NHL product development manager for Fanatics. Uh, is joining us. Uh, I saw you guys. We saw you guys on uh, Thursday when we were setting up. I had no idea that you had 
you guys had such a big NHL line. That's crazy. Yeah, we've been building out our NHL product line for the last three, four years now. Um, been very fortunate to secure some exclusive autograph relationships with guys like Austin Matthews, mm-hmm. Patrick Marlowe, Alex Ovechkin, Dylan Larkin. So, uh, you know, really focused on growing hockey. It's been a, a huge growth channel for us. And uh, the fans are the best, players are the best, and uh, just happy to be a part of it. We've heard that all weekend. Like, the, yeah, we the, the players the players are the best in it's hockey. It's such a great community. You yeah. know what I mean? There's so much, like, love in the community. And then they, you hate each other on the ice, but then, like, you love each other outside right. that. So outside of that. It's very awesome. Cool. You, you just mentioned Austin Matthews. That's, a, that's an exclusive for Fanatics? Yeah, he's been exclusive with us uh, since the Calder announcement. Okay. Um, you know, great, uh, great kid. Obviously, a uh, heck of a hockey player, and uh, just excited to be working with him. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I mean, he is he is everything up here. He he is everything up he, here. He is transcending the game, uh, similar to where Sydney's been and, and Connor McDavid's been in the past. And uh, we're just happy to be aligned with him and have the opportunity to work with him and, and bring the most you know unique and robust collection we can to the fans. I'm Very not. Cool. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say this too loud, but. He's an American player, so uh. you know. <laughs> he's from Phoenix, isn't he? he yeah, is. he's from Phoenix. So they, they skate in Phoenix. They skate every on, on the sand. On the sand. Okay. All right. I heard if it gets you, it's like glass. There's a you. hockey team in the desert now, yeah, so they're they're, they're, they're figuring out a way to make it work. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so how so you got? How long have you been working on your product? For like three, four years, three, four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I took over the hockey brand in March of fourteen, so I've been at it for about three and a half years now. Sweet. And what 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 was it before you took it over? I mean, because I'm not gonna, be, I'm not trying to sound dumb or anything. I didn't even know you guys did this. So. The funny thing is, so many people still don't. Um, you know, when you go to the NHL shop or you go, we just two weeks ago launched the NHL shop platform in Canada, NHLshop.ca. Okay. okay. That's actually us. Okay. Um, and few people realize that. So Fanatics, you know, the name Fanatics isn't the household name we'd like it to be. Sure. Um, definitely something we're working on right now. But uh, we cover all the sports, um, not just hockey. We're also running the league sites for the NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, uh, MLS. So we're all in across the board and, and just trying to bring the best uh, collection we can to the fans. That's awesome. Now, what other um, exclusive deals do you have with other play- athletes? Uh, outside of hockey, we've got... Uh, just hit on a couple. Yeah, Aaron Judge, uh, oh, okay. Cody Bellinger, Chris Bryant, Peyton Manning, uh, David Ortiz, Carson Wentz. Uh, I never heard of any of those guys. Nah, <laughs> never, heard of, <laughs> never heard of them. That Wentz guy. Hopefully, hopefully well they become year. household names at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carson Wentz, man, that's a that's a big one right now. I know that you're a hockey guy, but you, you can't talk football, so he's he's tearing up the NFL right now. Do you guys? seeing some good turnaround on that we are um it's carson's actually going to be signing for us uh on wednesday tuesday or wednesday this week oh very nice it's it's sort of a double-edged sword um you know we want to make sure that we have everything available for the fans especially moving into the holiday season but uh nailing guys down to try and keep up with demand is uh an ongoing challenge it's tough yeah because he's he's got so many more things to do now he's doing a little more interviews now and whatnot since they're (laughs) they're playing so well the timing is definitely at a premium yep that's right true that's right so how do you guys come up with price let's go back to hockey how do you guys come back come up with pricing for uh, like what's the difference between a a frame 8 by 10 to a frame 16 by 24 i mean um on the retail level you're going to be looking at about 50 dollars difference okay um and then you're going to be looking at about 50 dollars um going from a loose 8x10 to a framed 8x10 okay. okay um we try to be as competitive as we can obviously sure. every athlete in every situation is different right um but uh yeah we you know from from the framing options having display cases for some of the uh, unsigned hockey or autographed hockey pucks mini helmets stuff like that um just trying to cover all of our bases. Sweet. Are, are there products that you guys are doing that you haven't necessarily seen from competitors? Or, like, I don't know, 
blades or it's, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we've sort of carved out a niche with is uh, game-used ice. Okay. Um, wow. So, yeah, it. Uh, I was getting yelled at by my bosses for the first year and a half I was working, and, you know, so much of memorabilia is on the wall. It's frames, it's, you know, stuff yeah. like that, and everybody wanted to get off the wall and onto the desk. Sure. Okay. So we conceptualized a crystal hockey puck that we have taken melted game-used ice and filled the hockey puck, almost like a snow globe. Um, wow. We, I've never heard of that. Yeah, we launched, awesome. it in, we launched it in 2015 for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks Stanley Cup and, and actually ran out of ice. Did um, you really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous because you go, okay, it's water, it's renewable, right, right, but uh, right. only so many games being played during the Stanley Cup final. And, uh, you know, I think we sold upwards of 4,000 units in about a three-week period, and it was just an overwhelming reaction. And uh, we upped the ante the following year with the Penguins, and uh, we have a Crystal Stanley Cup now oh, uh, wow, filled with game cool. ice. And, I don't know what's next. We got a few things we're working on, so uh, man, that's amazing. We'll see what comes out. I've never even heard of it. That's innovation like that. to the extreme. That really is. So, do they they sign the crystal, or how does that work? Yeah, some of the players uh, we started signing the uh, the crystal, and then uh, we also offer it just as an unsigned product, and oh, wow. uh, it's Jeez. still is it is it a heavy item? Is it like a paperweight? Type yeah, it, thing? it can be used like as a, a paperweight. Okay. I know a lot of people have gone that route. Um, shows well on a desk and a mantle. Mm -hmm. um, some people put them in display cases. So. Okay. Okay. What's the retail on that? Uh, forty nine ninety nine in the really? states, so fifty nine ninety nine up in Canada. That's, okay, yeah. So not only is it innovative, it's inexpensive as that, well. That's I mean, just it's not, screams man cave too. Yeah, it does. Totally. I hate that word man cave. <laughs> I get what you're saying, man. That's really cool. That's really kudos to you guys. We're do trying. Any, do you have any over there? I, I do. Okay. I'll, bring, I'll bring a couple over. All but right, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the memorabilia industry is is funny. You know, there's there's the iconic moments, the Bobby Orr goal shot that of course, yeah. have always been signed and. They'll live on forever, but uh, you know the new the new collector, the new fan is looking for something a little more modern, a little more cutting edge. Yeah, and right. we're just trying to stay ahead of the curve. Awesome, that's, that's great. A, do you have a favorite piece that you guys have done, or that you you have personally done? Favorite piece I did uh, going back to the 2015 Stanley Cup Final is the Blackhawks' third championship in uh, six years at that point. Okay, and we did a a big. It was a 32 by 40 shadow box that had eight autographed pucks from the eight guys that were on all three teams. Oh, oh, that's wow. cool. So we that called it the cool. Decade of Dominance, and it was—it's been the favorite piece I've, I've put out since uh, since I started. Yeah, I'd imagine that was pretty popular as well. I'm yeah, sure. it was a—it was a small limited edition. I think we we limited it to fifty, and it was uh, pretty quick moving, but still one of my favorite pieces I've worked on. Very cool. Now, did you did you come from a hockey background or uh, were you other sports? Funny thing is, growing up in South Florida wasn't yeah. Uh, yeah. wasn't <laughs> big. It was it was really big twenty years ago with a rat, but. Uh, Worked in hockey after college, worked for the Florida Panthers, and okay. just had okay. an opportunity with uh, with Fanatics. It was sort of a natural transition and a good fit at the time, and took a chance, and uh, it's been full speed ahead since. Definitely. That's awesome. Definitely. So we usually ask most people that come on, Did you uh, do you collect cards at all? Do I you, do. Okay. Did you do that as a kid, or do you still do it now? Or? It was as a kid, and then I, I sort of fell out of the hobby. Um, was it a girl? That's the other question. No. It wasn't, no, it wasn't a girl. Oh, oh wow. You're like one in a hundred, man. Good yeah. job. Yeah, usually it was like, oh, she was cute, and then I had to give up my cards. And <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. I just I fell out of the hobby, and with this, you know, working in sports again, I sort of got back into it. Had some opportunity to get some pretty cool stuff signed on my own, and mm -hmm. uh, it's been fun. Awesome. What did you collect as a kid? Football. I was basketball Bas growing up. Yeah. Basketball I was, was a big basketball fan. You growing said up. you said South Florida, so was that uh, Miami or Orlando? Uh, Miami. Uh, Miami. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so you're, are we looking at Zoe and we're, I mean, we're going back to the to the Tim Hardaway Sherman Douglas days. Oh, oh man. Ronnie Cycli. Ronnie, Ronnie Cycli. Man, I haven't heard that name in a long that's time. A, that's a that's a name that kind of hurts your ears when you hear it. Ronnie, Ronnie Cycli. Yeah, it's funny. My mom went to Syracuse. He ends up in Miami. Oh um, man, it was just Ronnie Cycli. Ronnie that's cool. There <laughs> awesome. you go. So uh, you mentioned earlier that you're having a problem that we're all having right now. Uh, us Americans, we're trying to set our, our, our football lineups for today. So uh, hopefully we're going to get you out of here with enough time that you can go do that before the game, for kickoff. But uh, before you go, please let our listeners know where they can go check out Fanatics on social media and your website. So Fanatics uh, Memorabilia and Collectibles is going to be uh, at Fanatics Authentic across all platforms. Um, you can also go to Fanatics.com and uh, I know Fanatics.ca is in the works to, uh, okay. to continue to enhance the experience for the fans in Canada um, you know one of the things that we're trying to overcome right now is, is making sure that the uh, the duties and taxes and getting stuff over the border isn't uh, an ongoing challenge so okay uh, definitely want to take care of the fans up in Canada but uh, fanatics.com fanaticsauthentic.com and uh, nhlshop.com or shop.nhl.com and nhlshop.ca Holy smokes, that's a lot of information. That's a lot of information. But you know what the bottom line is? What is that? They got game used water. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Nice, nice. I also, I got to give you big props on your hologram. I love the way it's your logo. I love it. Yeah. It's it's, awesome. uh, It's sort of been evolving. Uh, This is, I think, the fourth rendition of the hologram (laughs) I've seen in the last uh, three years now. But uh, hoping this one sticks for a little bit. Awesome. All right. We're going to get you out of here because I'm going to come down and check out that game used ice. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, sir. Thank you. This is Super Bowl champion Evan Mathis for Rebuyers.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Yeah. All right, Paul, we're back from another quick break. Uh, joining us is going to be our final interview from the Expo. I think we saved the best for last. I think we did, too, because so, every time uh, Mr. BG is on, the, on with us, Brian Gray, for you not in the know, he, he, brings, he brings awesomeness, and I, what I love about him is you can ask him anything, and he'll give you an honest answer. So... Whether you want it or not. <laughs> Almost anything. <laughs> Almost anything. Almost anything. So um, how, how's it been for you up here? It's good. I mean, there's a, there's a fair amount of activity. Yeah. I mean, people are still going crazy for McDavid and Matthews and all the guys, Jack Eichel, all those guys. Right. And, you know, this year's rookie crops, kind of people are trying to decide what they think of it. Yeah. You know, for us, it's been exciting because we have the top two guys exclusive. Of course. Right, right. And so uh, people, people obviously want those products. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. Sure. Just seeing, just seeing general activity is nice. The decent crowd, right. I think. Yeah. Kind of cold here. A little cold. We're yeah. not in Texas, Dorothy. <laughs> it's no, cold. no, we're not in Texas. That's right. It's a little cold, but we're doing good. Um, the, your redemption program you were running for, what, what was that a part of? Because we gave away a pack of that. Greg dropped off a pack for us to give away. But what was that for? What did you have to do? Yeah, we had um, superlative hockey and um, Lumber Kings hockey. Okay. Two of our really popular items. Yes. But our redemptions here are really stupid. They're too good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are. Because really, we take an ultra low numbered parallel from the set. Okay. And that's what goes in the bonus packs. There you go. So if you buy a box and open it here, you're basically instead of four cards, you're getting a fifth card. Oh, nice. And it's numbered to four or less every time. There you go. Boom. So, like, people are automatically getting essentially two box hits in every box. Right. Sure. For breaking it. It's like a no-brainer. I mean, a blind monkey can figure <laughs> that one out. <laughs> the, the, you would hope so. Yeah, right. The pack that you gave, you guys gave us had a, uh, a triple patch, Peter Bondra, uh, Ron Francis, and Eric Lindros number to three. That's cool. Yeah, so, the Bondra uh, patch was like sweet. People like the caps. You yeah, know? the Bondra yeah. patch was sweet. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, so the, the, pre- the person that won it was really pleased, so that was awesome. So thank you guys for that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so let's talk about this Dame Lillard autograph thing because uh, – you, you reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and you said this would be a great place to talk about it, so let's do it. W- talk about the controversy first, 
how it started and explain explain your side of it. Well, I mean, this is so funny because, I mean, over time, I can't tell you how many athletes have gone on Twitter or and said something is fake. That's not my autograph, whatever. Right. And right. these guys, they spend one second signing and they spend one second looking at it. And I promise you, these guys are no autograph experts, and they can never remember the moment they signed that item ever. Right. So this was a funny one because it was a Damian Lillard 11 by 14 photo. And I represented Lillard for two years for trading cards. I okay. had exclusive. Okay. I had exclusive autographs for everything. I taught the player not to sign for fans unless he did this, whatever. Mm-hmm. We gave him tips. And we wanted to sign for fans, but we wanted him to watch what he signed. Mm-hmm. Right. Try that to sign sense. for kids. Yeah. Like, we helped educate in the process. I handled more Lillard autographs than the rest of the world put together over that period of time. <laughs> I know sense. the guy's autograph. Right. So this was an early autograph every letter. All you right. know, Damon's like a D and then a little circle O and then some L's that look like the up and down of a heartbeat. Okay. okay. And so, I mean, it's pretty – what he signs now is pretty straightforward. This was more of an every letter. Absolutely real, 100% authentic, no question about it. And, um, and so it's funny because the player was going on eBay saying, this is not real, this is not real, this is not real. This is real. This is real. Okay. And he picked out a piece that is 100% real. Ah. It's 100% real. And I reached out to his agent. We, we had trouble connecting because I was going to tell his agent. Sure. You know, Damien's wrong. Yeah. He's right. just wrong. I'm telling you. I'll bet my whole business on it. It's real. 100%. I, it's not, I never owned this. I've never seen it. Right, right. Until he mentioned it. But I looked at it. It's 100% real. Sure. It was certified by Beckett Authentication. And, you know, I believed in the piece so much when I saw it, I bought it. Wow. wow. Okay. Because I used the controversy to say, hey, no one is ever going to buy this. Sell it to me. And they sold it to me cheap. Oh, jeez. I got it in. Okay. 100% real, as I said. But what's interesting is it was originally a blank white sheet. Okay. That was signed by Lillard, and then they printed the photo over it. Right. Okay. Which is what a lot of autograph chases so That's like do a now, common practice, right? Because you don't know who's going to be where. If you print for every player on the team, you're going to be blowing a lot of money on printing. Sure. So you take white sheets, you have them sign the white sheet, and you print the photo over. Some go. people don't like those, and that's fine. Don't buy them. But right. it doesn't change that the autograph's real. That's what this was. When I got it, I actually looked at it. I said, hey, that's a print over. Okay. And turns out, because of the kind of paper, I ended up figuring out who it came from originally who got it in person. Oh, wow. So we were 100% right. We knew it already. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I showed it to the guys at Beckett and said, hey, guys, these guys are talking a bunch of trash. Sure. This is 100% real. And it's so funny because people are kind of irrational, and they're like, well, no one knows better than the player. The player says it's fake. It's fake no matter what. Right. Well, you know what? There's lots of things I say that I could be wrong, and I think Damien was wrong. Right. And I don't expect him to authenticate autographs. That's not his business. Nope. I mean, I got in a fight with Zeke Elliott's mom on Twitter (laughs) like a year ago. Okay. Because someone had a Zeke Elliott autographed in jersey number okay. that he signed while he was in college and took money for doing. Okay. Okay. He awesome. took money for signing him in college. Awesome. He, he okay. should have been booted from playing college football because he took money like Manziel. Sure. And so the guy takes money to sign. I bought jersey numbers while he was in college. I didn't do the signing with him because I don't do that, but I bought jersey numbers he was paid for in college. Sure. So his mom got on there and said he never signed anything with every letter. Ah. Ugh. And I said, with all respect, he signed everything with every letter. She goes, what do you know? I'm his mom. I know everything he does. Uh, <laughs> now, I should have said, did you know that he pulled a girl's shirt down at a parade? And did you know that he yeah. – I didn't say any of that stuff. But, <laughs> right. but, like, she said she knows everything he does. So I'm like, how about this? Do you really want me to tell you where these came from? Ah. And she goes, I'm telling you. And then a whole parade of, like, their family friends jumped on there. You don't know the player. No, his mom yeah. knows better than you do. Right, right, right. Sure. His mom doesn't know nothing. She right. had him, and she who knows? Right. That's about that's about where her knowing ended was when she had him. Right. <laughs> but I finally went on Twitter and said, "Listen, 
If you want me to get into what he was doing in college for money, I will. But otherwise, I suggest you back off. Uh, and his mom backed off. But it's just 100%. That's another example. His mom knows better, really. Sure. The kid took money in college to sign. He signed jersey numbers and many helmets and crap. Yeah. And suddenly his mom's an expert and going to tell everyone how his stuff's fake. It's the same kind of thing. So it's, it's really a bunch of baloney. And at some point, players just have to be responsible. Sure. Right. Because they don't know. And Damien, if he signed that photo like I believe he did back in 2000, um, I guess that would have been 2012-13 season. Okay. In the last five seasons, his autograph has become very abbreviated compared. Right. Still decent, but a much abbreviated. Right. He doesn't remember what he signed five years ago. Are you kidding me? Right, right. There's no way. Not at all. If you look at the checks I sign every day, they all look different. Yep, mine too. There's yep. no way. There's no way. There's no way. So I find it very interesting. I love how people say the player knows every time. They don't know. It's such hogwash. And the problem is some of these stubborn internet guys, they won't listen. Right. right. I could have Damien say, I did sign it after all. And they'd probably question, oh, well, Brian told him to say that. Right. You know right. I mean? These guys are conspiracy theorists, you know. You know I don't know. Screw uh, It's crazy. It was Jackie <laughs> in the grassy knoll. You know, was it, 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 someone else. You know, it's, right. Lyndon Johnson was in the grassy knoll and then flew to get on the plane somewhere else. Well, it's just right. such crap, man. That's I mean, funny. It That's drives so me bananas. But these guys don't know. No, they don't know. I mean, I, and now that you brought up that point, I'm thinking about my own signature. You're right. My signature's changed a ton over the last few years. A and, ton. like, I don't have any idea what it signed five years I ago. I have, like, 20 no different idea. signature variations. Yeah. People send in, like, cards to get signed by me sure. like okay. from their Razor or Leaf sets. Yeah. And so, like, people send in their 2008 Razor baseball set. Right. And they're like, well, you signed my whole set. Oh, jeez. Just because well, the set's not worth anything otherwise. Right. Unsigned. <laughs> so they figure if I put my autograph on it, they get 20 bucks on eBay, you know. But, <laughs> no, but it's just funny because I don't. It's never the same. Right. No. Nope. I, I really don't think I could consistently be right every time on my own autograph. Right. No. I don't think so either. No. And, I, and I'll tell you this. If Damien really believed that, I'll challenge him that I can show him five autographs. One of them is real and four of them is fake. And he wouldn't pick. And I bet he will pick the wrong one as being real. That's a good I can trick. I can trick Damien Lillard. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'll, bet, I'll bet $10,000 I can trick him. There you, there you go. go. Damien Lillard, Heads if you're up, listening 10, to our podcast. No, he'll never. He, I'll trick him. <laughs> no. Every go. time I'll every trick time. him. Every, every time. Because I'm telling you, a good forger, not that I'm a forger, but right. a good forgery will fool the player every time. And his real autograph, he'll start to question himself. If he really has to look at it and stare at it and wonder, right. he'll miss it every time. Wow. Makes sense. That's interesting. That's interesting. Makes Speaking sense, of autographs, though. let's talk about what, what's in um, Lumber Kings because it's awesome. Is it Lumber Kings? Did I get it right? Lumber Kings and Superlative both yeah, came out here. But I'm talking about Lumber Kings specifically. What autographs, like autograph stick pieces, do you guys have in that? I mean, there's some cool stuff. I mean, uh, I think in Lumber Kings, it's mainly, it's not Lumber Graphs. Those go in stick works. We right. actually have, like, Maurice Richard on his vintage stick. Sure. Uh, These okay. are more just autographed mem cards. Okay. But, like, I'll tell you what's funny. The most popular person in the set is Manon Rayom. Really? And I don't understand uh, okay. it. But, I mean, she's cute. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that. But she quit playing hockey, like, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's so 20 years ago. Right. Right. But she's easily the cutest goalie to ever play. Okay. Or one of them, anyway. Right. And it's just funny. Her stuff goes for hundreds of dollars. Mm -hmm. So, like, a Manon Rayom stick card from Lumber Kings is worth more than a, a Sidney Crosby Autograph stick card from Upper Deck Black Diamond. Sure, that's something. crazy. Right. It's just crazy to me. That is crazy. The Manon Rayom is worth more than Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid. Her rookie cards used to sell like crazy back in the day, man. They <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, it's just funny because she hasn't had anything in 15 years. Right. Right. Yeah, 20 it's been years. a long time. People buy those. And Pierre Turgeon. Really? This oh, guy okay. should be a $6 autograph who sells for hundreds of dollars. Wow. Because these collectors, there's a handful of collectors who want every card. Got a big fan base. And it's so fantastic because now when a customer buys a box... He's getting more value than ever because some of these unique names are delivering really strong. Never mind Gordy Howe and all these other right, guys. All that the are other just guys. Phenomenal. I mean, 
Hal Lemieux, Nolan Patrick, Hishie, all these kind of players. Right, right. That are all popular and exciting, but Manon Rayom and Pierre Turgeon are like, they sell for hundreds of dollars. That's, That's crazy. Awesome. Come on. You can buy Mickey Mantle for hundreds of dollars. <laughs> That's true. Or Manon Rayom. That's true. But Manon, she's cuter. No yeah. question. Oh, Definitely for sure. cuter. Yeah. So what's on, what's in the woodworks for uh, for Leaf? What do you guys got coming up? I mean, we have so many products. I got to tell you, it's um, it's amazing. I was looking at the calendar on thir- Wednesday. We're coming out with 47 items this year. Wow. Oh, wow. 47 releases. Upper Deck has like 20-something. Sure. So we're coming out with twice the number of products Upper Deck is in this calendar year. Okay. And so it's really crazy when you look at that, but so they're so different. So many variety of kinds. You know, they're not all buybacks. They're not all base, baseball, football, basketball, all this different stuff we make. But, like, Leaf Q comes out next week. Right. And Leaf Q is an achievement. It's, it's so beautiful. And, I mean, it really is one of the most beautiful sets ever. Okay. The content is ridiculous. And this year we had an ultra premium game used. All right. So there's like, we took a page out of the, uh, in the game playbook. Sure. So you'll have cards with eight swatches, where the eight swatches are Mantle, Williams, DiMaggio, Aaron, Mays, Musual, Clemente. It's like eight monster swatches. Wow. Like Ruth. And people are like, what the heck? You know? Right. So yeah. we've gone, we've taken it to the next level, no doubt. Tons of jumbo logo patches, including like a Deo Nomo logo patches. Nice. Which, if you know quirky guys like Nomo, he right. sells for oh, he massive sells very money. Well. Oh, absolutely. So just it's a great mix of those kind of game used elements, plus Floyd Mayweather on card autographs. Wow, Boom. you know just game these over top right guys. There. But no, Messi, Ronaldo, uh, Pele. Um, trying to think, Emmett, Barry, like Barry NFL logo shield. You know all this cool stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. it's just tons of great players. Sweet, top to bottom. Our bad players in this product are like Anna Kornikova, and people that are still interesting. Absolutely, right. but they're still Paul McBeth. This frisbee golf player sells for hundreds of dollars. Also, right, right, it's amazing. A frisbee Absolutely. golf player, both of them. Right. <laughs> Him and Ken Klimo sell for hundreds of dollars on these parallels. Well, they're really good frisbee oh, they're golf really players. Good. They are. <laughs> they're phenomenal. I'm a really good poker player, but my card sells for 20 bucks. You know, <laughs> No one wants and that. And you have to sign it. <laughs> yeah, I have to sign it. You know? That's funny. You were talking about, uh, I think it was Pop Century you were talking about with Charles over there. You were naming some names that, was, that are going to be in Pop Century. Is that is that correct? Yeah. we. Have, I like to wait till we actually sign them. We have a couple of signings this month that are monsters. So okay. When I say monsters, I mean like... Think of the biggest blockbuster movies of the last five years. Sure. Okay. And one or two of those people are signing for this pop century. So this is one thing I think we missed a little bit last year is we didn't have that monster name. Okay. okay. You know, every year we like to bring a monster, whether it was Brittany, Trump, Harrison Ford, whoever it was. Right. You know, J-Lo, Beckinsale, Al Pacino. So we had these monster names. This year we didn't have a brand new monster. Uh, and that kind of was a little bit of a setback for the product. But I can tell you we just did Val Kilmer. Okay. I think we're doing Wesley Snipes next week. Okay. Okay. Um. I think we're going to end up with uh, Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman. Very we're supposed nice. to end up with her. Fingers crossed. It's supposed okay. to be happening. So we're going to get a lot of huge names. Okay. And, and again, I'm always looking for quirky names. And that's that variety, cool. too. Like, you don't hear about them being in any other product. So that's so. What, and that's, that's what we're trying cool. to focus on. Yeah. And we do have some guys that we use multiple times. A lot of times it's because we take more autographs than we can use in one product. Right. So rather than flood a product with so many autographs of a person that you'll never want them ever again, right. we might spread them out over two years. So it's important to find new guys. Right. And not just new to us, but new overall. Right. Makes know, sense. New names completely. And so people like Charles from Beckett here give us tons of great advice, the guys we need to be getting for these mm-hmm. sets. And, and I invite collectors to tell us. Right. Send me a list. Right. Now, most of the time it comes back a bunch of hot women. That's what usually comes <laughs> back. I never get like... Eric Stoltz is the Elephant Man. You right. don't know as uh, as Mask. No one ever says that. John Hurt is the Elephant Man. No one ever says that. It's always like Megan Fox. Aniston, Megan Fox, Angelina Jolie, yep. Kate Beckinsale, uh, Renee 
Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Right. Um, Sarah Michelle Hottie Geller. Oh, um, <laughs> whoever it is. It's just the same list as them. Every time it's like, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson. You know, Scarlett Johansson, Margot Robbie. I mean, we can go down the list. I can name, like, the right. whole Maximum Hot 100 if I need to. Right. But that's basically what it is, you know. Right, right. And they just keep coming up with these lists. But we need to have a well-rounded set. For sure. And so we're looking for, like, those. We really need to get some quirky, cheaper names that are, like, they were on those 80s sitcoms that you knew and loved. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, the guys disappeared and you never saw them again. Sure. Right. Because those cards are intriguing. Like, I think they're cool. Even if they don't sell for a ton of money, for my weakest hits in the box, I'd love to have guys that I watched on television. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And that fascinated me, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, give me a girl I had a crush on or whatever. That's cool, too. But, <laughs> you know, but it's just something I remember back to when I was young, and those are cool things, you know? There you go. That's, that works, man. That works for me. I, mean, I would be. I would love to get, like, a Theo Huxtable autograph. Theo Huxtable. Uh, guess what? <laughs> you got we one? We signed Malcolm Jamal oh, Warner. Get out of here. Theo Huxtable. <laughs> there, there you go. go. There Boom. There you go. See, but that would be great hit. Like, even if it's we not one of the most expensive Huxtable. ones, we that would be did, a great um, hit. We just did Lou Diamond Phillips and Esai Morales. Okay. You know, for the, I guess that's the La Bamba double. Right, right. right. So we're doing, like, all kinds of, like, we're trying to do some interesting stuff. We just did the Fresh Prince girls again. Oh, okay, So cool. we'll bring them back one more time as a combo. Uh, Tatiana Ali and Karen Parsons. Okay. okay. And I'm trying to think of some of the other names. We've just done so many names. It's crazy. But you need to get Topanga. What's her name? What's oh, her yeah. Real name? You know what? Danielle Fischel. I, I actually emailed <laughs> her directly a couple yeah. of times. Oh. I was like, come on, Danielle. Do it. Again, fits in the crush category. Right, right. And she was like, oh, I don't know. You know, we get a lot of I don't knows. I don't understand. Sure. Oh, we went yeah, back yeah. and forth with Margot Robbie two weeks ago, and I thought we were going to get her. Ah. And I was like. Bingo. Guys, right. you're going to love yeah. this. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be a card superhero for pulling this one off. <laughs> but to no avail. Didn't uh, happen. Oh, that's man. Right. That's a bummer. I know. I tried right. so hard. The seed is planted, though, so you never I begged know. and pleaded because a card of her, picturing her as uh, Harley Quinn would be oh, so yeah. ridiculous. That would be it ridiculous. Would be, she would, would be daddy's little monster. She'd be Leaf's little monster Leaf's for sure. Little monster. <laughs> <laughs> she would be Leaf's little monster. Uh, that's funny. I, I, have, I, have a, I was thinking here. Was there a card set that maybe that – you guys conceptualized, but it never came to fruition. Like something that you really wanted to see made that you just get, couldn't get done. Yeah, I mean there was. I mean we had a we've done a couple of sets over the years. I can only think of one that we actually dest- that we actually tabled and destroyed. Okay, we made a product back in like 2008 when I was Razor, called Razor M. All right, and okay. it was a technology type issue. And mm. one of my competitors who did baseball stuff mm-hmm. was not happy about it ah. and ended up making a deal with me to buy the run and destroy it. Really? And oh. they actually bought the print run and destroyed all the cards huh? because huh. they did not want me to release it. Was it that good? I had some, it was cool, but I had some stuff in there that they were really freaked out about. Uh. And I, I signed a confidentiality agreement, but sure. it's been um, 10 okay. years. But yeah. Yeah. It, that was 2008 or 2009. But, you know, we had stuff in there that... They were very scared of, and okay. they, they bought the print run and destroyed it all. It was only like a 100K print run. Okay. So it was $100,000 worth of stuff, but a company actually bought it and destroyed it all. Wow. I was like, there's got to be a better way than just shredding it. <laughs> right. Wait. It's kind of interesting. But, you know, most of the time, once I just set my mind to doing something, we're doing it. Right. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. If you don't like it, you know, hasta la vista, baby. I don't care. You right. know? Right. And so a lot of times, you know, we have an MMA set that's sitting in the works. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at that market and seeing that it's been kind of rocky because MMA has not been very strong lately. Right. With Rousey retiring, Bones Jones, yeah, his you know, issues, having yeah. issues. Right, right. You know, the guys you have left, it's really like a two-person sport. And frankly, I mean, Conor McGregor could easily get beat by GSP if they fought. I mean, anything could happen. Sure. Right. And that's the problem. And there's really not like a monster super name that like takes over the hobby. Right. You right. know, and that's a challenge. Uh, yeah. It can you know, be. Paige Van Zandt's cute. She sells, you know, um. Obviously, you know, Rousey still sells and Connor still sells, but 
they have plenty of cards out there already. Right. They do. Yeah, so they we have to be ton. really smart when we come out with stuff. So we have a partial MMA product that's already in the can that we may end up inserting those into another product as an insert. All right. Oh, okay. Just because we're not sure. Makes but, sense. you know, we're constantly looking at things, and most of the time, if we bail, it's before we ever get to a full conceptualization. Right. Okay. I come up with an idea, and they tell me, come on, bro, that's ridiculous. Or <laughs> Greg comes up with some harebrained idea, and I'm like, you know, get the sure. heck out of here, you know. And then sure. three months later, it comes to print. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else, some other company makes it. That's funny. You know, but, no, we, we try to come up with creative stuff, but, I mean, how creative can you get, really? The, hob- the, the hobby's done so much now. Sure. And it's so fully developed. It is. That, like, someone today on Twitter made a comment to me, like, oh, what? Uh, they said, you guys don't do anything innovative. Mm. I said, okay. They were talking about our hockey. They said, "What's it? why would anyone buy your hockey? He said, I predict you do nothing different. So the only difference is we cut up memorabilia that doesn't exist. Sure. Right. They don't have anything right. like what we exactly. have. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. You cut a one-inch by one-inch piece of memorabilia. How innovative. And I'm like, well. They're missing the point. I'm like, you're just not going to get it. Yeah, I can talk to you. I can beat you in the head with a baseball bat, with Harley Quinn's baseball bat, or <laughs> Negan's. You're not going to get it either way. It doesn't matter. It's not going to matter at all. Awesome. Oh, so, uh, last last question from us. What are you, what are your thoughts about the industry summit coming to, coming to Dallas next year? I'm excited. It's home. I mean, yeah. Yes, we don't have blackjack in Dallas. Sure. You actually have to drive yeah. an hour to Oklahoma. <laughs> but you know what? I think with, I mean, to, as far as I know, the biggest the company's biggest committed to the event. From yeah. a manufacturer standpoint, or Panini and us, yeah, right. I think Tops has a presence, right, and Upper Deck has almost no presence, mm-hmm. right. And so I think your biggest commits are people that are already in Dallas, sure, right. I and agree. I don't know. Again, will it be in Dallas every year? I don't know if that's been determined. I think, you know, five years from now, ask me, it might be a time where it needs to move around a little bit just to mm-hmm. keep it interesting because sure. you can only go to the sixth floor museum so many times. But right. it's true. I think for a first time, especially. Guys should want to come to Dallas. There's a lot to do there. There is. Besides the summit, which will be good. Right. There's lots to do there. And I know that us and Panini are trying to work it out where people can go tour the factory and see where cards are printed. Or I am anyway. I don't know if they are. Right. Yeah. Trying to get it to where they can tour the factory and see watch a product being printed. Sure. That'd be pretty cool. Cause I don't think people have any clue. I would be what super goes excited into the back myself end. <laughs> to be able to see I don't that. think people know what goes into the back end of it. Right. Exactly. No, it's not, not a simple process. It's very. It's a very complicated process. Yeah, it, it, is, sure. it is. But indeed. I think that those, those are fun things, and I think Beckett's done a good job with the summit. Really, we just got to get me up there for the keynote speech, and we'll be ready. <laughs> to go. There you go. I might even put on a cheerleader skirt with pom poms to get everyone pumped up for the week. You know? <laughs> nice. That would be I awesome. Think, I think it's going to be a good event, really, and it's good for me because now I can have five guys from my office come. Exactly. Yeah, so we might have only brought two or three if we were traveling to Vegas. We'll bring five guys, and well, that's because you're cheap, Brian. You got to invite people to our building to come see what we're doing. Yeah, and absolutely. It's cool, you know. He, he just rolled past that one. He yeah, did. Of course. Good. I'm hardly cheap. <laughs> I'm probably too high maintenance, really. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm busting your balls, awesome. man. Awesome. We're so, excited. The Fat Packs actually get to host it, so we're pretty yeah, we're, excited. We're hosting, yeah, so. we're hosting some of it. So there's that. And then one more question: Can we come and do a show from your from Leaf? Can we come and hang out? That'd be cool. With you? Yeah. All right. That'd be cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'd love it. I'd right. love it too. We want to see your your museum collection, basically. Yeah. What you got? When there. you see our hockey game used, it's staggering. Yeah. I mean, like you actually. Will just be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Sure, because it's right. it's basically like imagine like the rows at like a Sam's Club, okay, like three monster rows full of just all game used jerseys. Wow, wow. it's just walls, and some of them are guys you never heard of, but some of them are. Sure, we have I think we have eight Gretzky gamers. Wow, Edmonton Jeez. Rangers Kings, nice St. Louis. We have everything. Wow, but we wow. have everything you can imagine: pads, sticks, helmets, gloves. I mean, we bought a jersey here at the show to cut up. Did you? Which is incredible. Uh, George Armstrong. Nice. Who is a Toronto super legend. Right. I've never seen a game used jersey in my life. Wow. Okay. Wow. I bought it here while I was in town. And okay. it was, I can say this, it's 
pro that's close to a fifty thousand dollar jersey. Wow, which we'll be cutting up over the next little bit, but they're they're going to be so rare because there's just they don't exist. Right, that's crazy. So I get the privilege of taking that back home to Dallas with me. So I'm excited about that, obviously. But that's again, awesome. we're out there still buying the best. We bought a Tim Horton Rangers jersey while we were here, oh, which cool. is really cool. Sweet. Yeah, so we're buying incredible stuff to cut up. So when you come check out the museum. We'll have some new uh, new entrance for you to check out there. Awesome. It's pretty cool. Awesome. We're Sounds looking good. forward to it. I will schedule schedule that with you when we get back. Now, uh, thank you very much for your time, sir. I know you got some cards to go through. so uh, I know. i got to work like the working too. man around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to. I'm small time, you know? No, you guys sir. are big time. No, I'm sir. small time. No, sir. no, no, no. All right. Thanks, buddy. You got it, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, this is Dan Carson from Fox Sports. You're listening to the Fat Pack on Beckett Radio. All right, we're back after that quick break, and uh, I, need, I, I said this a couple episodes ago. I need a new lead-in. I always say we're back after that quick break. We're back. You know why? Why? And when you guys, I'm sorry, Dave is joining me now. Uh, Hello, everybody. Paul is out shopping. He so is. I swear, he's going to buy Masterworks. You think he's going to go buy Masterworks? I think he is. I think he will. He, I don't think he will. No? I don't think he will. But I will, I will bet you a Canadian toonie. T- I don't want your beaver dollar. What, is he, what are you putting in my face, Andy? Yes. He's putting some uh, Gatorade. You were getting some blue liquid thrust towards your face. Did you buy your meat, Andy? I bought my meat. <laughs> did you Did you find your sugar packet, Andy? No. No. But I never made it to the floor, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> never made it to the floor. Funny. Andy was looking for a Red Path sugar packet from, I believe, 1976, 1977. That's correct. Of Gary Carter. Okay. Well, why don't you go to the floor, Andy, and look for it? Well, to be honest with you, it was such a busy show. I never made it to the floor, and at this point, I'm too tired to look. Okay. There you go. He doesn't care anymore. So if, any, if anybody out there has a 1976-1977 Red Path sugar packet with Gary Carter on it, talk to Andy. Find him on Twitter. Get your stuff. And get your uh, get it to him. He get deserves it, him. it. He needs it. That's right. <laughs> he needs it. Go find him. All right. Let's talk about this show, man, because it's over now. It is. It's ending. It's, it's ending. It's been... A crazy whirlwind three days. Yes. Uh, hasn't felt like three days. It's felt like nine. <laughs> I'm um, always so tired at the end of these things. And, right. I, and I don't, one, and you know this from being on Cardboard Connection Radio. Was it Cardboard Radio? What it was it Cardboard called? Connection Radio. Yeah, I'm sorry. You get it wrong. I'm just tired. Yep. Um, just like, when you come to these things and you do as much talking as you do, you don't think that you're losing so much energy but god sitting talking all day sure take it out of you yeah it makes your brain work think it up a really good question exactly but no it is it's like not only just walking around the floor looking at stuff but yeah like you know you're you're hustling and you know you're getting stuff done you're meeting deadlines so it's 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 pretty busy it's not like it's not like we're just sitting down here talking in uh talking into the mics and doing nothing right that's right bye steve i love you He did not he even didn't react turn to around, that. did he? No. no. Steve Grads leaving. We'll see him in Chicago next week, man. But man, the floor this week was pretty. I've, I've walked this floor more times than I have typically would. Yep. And it's fun. I had to, you know, buy my son a couple of things. You you made some purchases. I did. I did all my Christmas shopping today. I, I love that all my when Christmas I come here shopping. And the November show, you do all your Christmas shopping. Yeah, well, the neat. It's it's so. You know, and and it's funny too because the one of the first times I ever did it, I took cards down to uh, my nephews, and that was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They they live in Utah, but um, they, I took the cards to them, and my one nephew was excited 
because I was bringing him Canadian hockey cards, uh. which are better than the hockey cards they get in the States. They're Ooh. American hockey cards. Who lied to that boy and told him that? <laughs> no, he came up with that himself. He yeah. came up with that himself, that they were better cards because they're Canadian hockey cards. Okay. Well, he lives in Utah, so there's a lot of fabrication going on. He's, in that he, but he, he's, he's born and bred Canadian. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, God bless him. Yep. That's right. Do you know one of the coolest things that happened all weekend, uh, there's a sports ref walking around. I don't know if you saw him with his sports ref jersey, was uh, the cast of... Uh, the cast of Slapshot that sing, was unbelievable. singing the Canadian that, national that was, anthem. Yes, that was that was that, was, that was probably the second best impromptu um, rendering of O Canada that right. I've ever been a part of. Denny right. Lemieux singing it in French. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you got the bilingual version. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. Loved it. It was yeah. cool. It completely impromptu. What was the first one? What was the first? Uh, the first I was actually it was I was at a House of Hardcore show in Niagara Falls. Okay. And the main event was Bobby Roode versus Eric Young. Okay. And just halfway through the match, the crowd busted into O Canada. Really. And the match stopped, and both because both Bobby Roode uh, and Eric yeah, Young, being right. Canadian, they both stopped, stepped up to the middle rope, and hands on their heart, they joined in. Nice. Yeah, it was fantastic. Bobby Roode versus Eric Young. Yeah. House of Hardcore. Yeah. It was a good match. It was a fantastic match. Yeah, yeah, it was a fantastic match. Get- and it was just—it was—I think it was a week. I, I mentioned this earlier, probably on the the other podcast with Chris Harris. I think it was a week after Eric Young had announced that, uh, or had been announced that he had uh, joined NXT. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So recent. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Awesome. So you, our listeners can't see you, but you're wearing a Colt Cabana shirt. I am wearing my Colt Cabana shirt. I've been wearing wrestling shirts all weekend. Yes, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm wearing my Colt Cabana shirt today. You you told me a great Colt Cabana story and some wrestling cards that are hard to find. Can you share that with us? I sh- I, that was the one I told. Did you that. share it on the radio? Yeah, that was on the radio. Man. I thought it was just me. See, you are tired. No, I am. You are tired. Well, you had them in your pocket. Well, he had them in his he, pocket. He had them in his duffel bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was fantastic. I yeah. thought I thought that was between me and you in the hotel. No, I'm sorry. No. Now I've made it sound really weird that you and I were in the hotel together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, there was there was other stories shared. Yeah, there was other stories shared. Other about uh, Canadian insurance, which is yes. amazing. Everything. I brought you up to speed on how the, uh, <laughs> the Canadian healthcare system works. Yes, that's that's so awesome. <laughs> did you, so did you did you fulfill all your want lists? I know you, we talked about it a little bit, but you had your uh, your Tim Hortons that you, fil- you filled um, up. I, d- I did finish the Tim Hortons. I did come um, armed with my want list. Right? Did you, f- you find anything today? I found you um, some of the. You know, and that's that's the other thing that you kind of fig- you kind of forget about. But I kind of found that there's very few guys here that uh, that carry wrestling cards, and that's one yeah. of the stuff I was trying to finish. So right. I did find a few, but I didn't find everything I was looking for. Okay, well there you go. You found some. The guy, I bet you probably bought wrestling cards from the same guy that I bought wrestling figures from. Uh, more, than, the John stuff. More, more than likely, because yeah. like, he had a nice little selection there. Yep. But, uh, yep. No, more was, than likely, I did. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So what do you think about Mario signing over here? Or is it Mario? Let me get it right. Is it Mario? It's or Mario. It's Mario? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really, that one's potato potato. Really? Right? Yeah. But it's, it's less contentious okay. than Patrick Roy. Patrick Roy. Yeah. It's very less contentious than Patrick Roy. We had Andy on from Armory Steel, and he was saying Patrick Ra. It is. It's Wa. It's Wa, right? Yeah. That's why I've always Wah. thought it was Wa, but he was saying Ra. Ra. Oh. I was like, dude, that's, I no, don't think that's pa- right. It is, pa- it is pronounced Patrick Wah. Wah. And no. it does not change when you cross the border. No. 
It doesn't. And you're right. It, hearing even I cringe when I hear Patrick Roy. <laughs> who the hell's Patrick Roy? I don't know. <laughs> who gives her who gives her child two first names like that? Exactly. Patrick and Roy. Exactly. <laughs> that that should be the that should be the kicker right off the top. It should be. It should be. Man, um Thanks but no, I like uh, the crowd. I expected the crowd for Mario to be big. Yeah. I mean, they, he's still a huge draw. Of course. You know what I mean? And, and regardless of, you know, what level of what level of price point you're looking at, mm-hmm. there, there's something for everybody when it comes to Mario. But that yeah. VIP price point they had at nine ninety nine. Yeah. That was uh, worth worth it probably. Well, if if you're a fan, it's yeah. super worth. It. Yeah. Yeah. And one per, yep. <laughs> one per. But you were getting that. T- uh, we had Brian from uh, Frameworth on a couple weeks ago, and with that nine ninety nine price point, you were getting a picture that had already been pre signed by Sydney. Yeah, and you, he was gonna and Mario, Mario was gonna sign it for you live. Nice. So there you go, man. That's that's a lot of fun. I hear Upper Deck doing their thing. Right was that now. what that was? That was Upper Deck okay. doing their thing. So they're gonna run us out of here probably. It's, pretty it, soon. Sound, it sounded like an angry mob, but maybe it was just an excited mob. Maybe they maybe. Maybe somebody didn't pull something nice because yeah. I know I, there is some smoke coming from over there, but I yeah. don't know whether that's from the uh, from the lunch area fryers or if that's from the pitchforks and uh, torches <laughs> being lit over there. What's your bacon called up here? Was it pea meal? Pea meal. Pea meal. Pea meal. That's weird bacon, bro. It's Canadian bacon. <laughs> I understand that it's Canadian bacon. Yeah. I I didn't know I was getting fat back on my <laughs> on my burger, bro. It was not. It was. But in the end, didn't it taste good? It was good. It had some mustard on it, yeah, so it, was, it tastes really it was good. good. Well, I won't talk you about. Mel- you melt some cheddar cheese on that. Yeah, it's fantastic. I digged it. I yeah. dug it. I dug it. Yeah, I didn't dig it. I dug it. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. for you, for you, yeah. this show here, you've mm-hmm. done everything. You did the slap shot. You did yeah. the Q and A. Yeah. But for you, what what happened at this show that's going to make you want to come back? Um, you know. It's, I, I feel like I've already touched on it earlier, just like I asked you <laughs> about your Coco Bana story. But um, I really I really enjoy my my uh, relationship with Ken Reed. He's been so nice to me and he's been so nice to us as a show and willing to help us out in all of his own accord, too. You know, I'm, I haven't asked him for anything. Yep. And he's, he's done that. And he's so encouraging when to. To hear him say, and you pointed this out, but he, but you're right. To hear him say that he came around the corner and saw us up on the on the stage with a slap shot cast, and he say that was his favorite part of his day. Yep, and, ma- and that makes me feel proud inside, you know. So, uh, to, I mean, Ken Reed is huge up here, right? I mean, I'm not trying to wash his balls either, but yeah, he's he's a he's a known personality here. Abs- yeah, you know, like, yeah, and people love yeah. him up here, and, and they should. He's a great guy. But to uh, like, I mean, he d- he does the nightly sports cast exactly uh, coast to coast with Iv- with Ivanka Osmak. Right, can't forget Ivanka. Right, she's she's just, I've never she's met just as po- She's just as popular as Ken. Well, I like Ken. Ken and Ivanka <laughs> are great. So, but for for I know how much he's beloved up here, and for him to take time to stop down and say, "Hey, man," just like we're a podcast. I I think that we're a good podcast, but we're a podcast. We're no, we're nowhere near on his level. But for him to stop down and say, "Hey," You're doing a good job, and I like what you're doing. Absolutely, I yeah. really, I really appreciate that, and I enjoy yep. that. Um, I think I have a one like a, the the mystery box. I I, I busted a mystery box. You did bust a mystery box. That was the other thing that I'm like, I wanted to do. I don't know if I have buyer's remorse now because I think that I can I can uh, live well with what I got. Yep. But that was a that was a high price point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but. It's it's high, it's high risk, high reward, and I had fun with it. That's right. So, and as long as you enjoyed it, that's all that matters. 
Yeah, that's, that's all that matters. And the other thing, really, is Paul being here with me. Uh, I've been up here several times without Paul. Yep. And we've been here a couple times with the show without Paul. And now Paul being able to finally come here with me. Uh, we are a two-man team. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I love doing the show with you when you're here. Yeah. But Paul's my co-host. But I'm not Paul. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that you're not Paul. But Paul's my co-host. <laughs> I think that. But I'm, I am like. I am also not Paul. Yeah, you're also not Paul. <laughs> you're David Wright, but not that David Wright. But yes, that David Wright. Um, I love working with you. I think our chemistry is great, and we never sat down on mics before until the last couple of times. Yeah. And I, I welcome you to do it anytime you want. I love your call-in segments. I love doing it, man. It's but, fun. Like it's it's a great way. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great way to take a break from walking the floor and yeah, you know exactly. and doing all that stuff. And it's, yeah, it's great to sit down and to be able to get to talk. Like like you said, to get to talk to people that you know, to get to talk to a Brian Gray, to right. get to talk to a Chris Carlin, right? To get to talk to Frameworth, to get to talk to these people that you know, they're let's face it, they're the reason why people are coming to this show. Yeah, they're not. It's not us, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's the cards, it's the autographs, it's the memorabilia, mm-hmm. it's it's all of those things. That's why the people are here. So to get to talk to them, to see, you know, what what inspires and what keeps them coming back to sure. the show, right? Sure. And it's and it's the and it's their customers, right? Right. right. It like, is like let's we're not sugarcoating. This is about making money. Yeah, it really right? is. Come it's to the show. It's yeah, about making it's money. money. But yeah. you get to see, like you said, you brought you you had um, on yesterday the uh, the startups. Right? Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. t-shirt. She's doing the hat. Yeah, she's Julia. Doing, yeah. Yeah. So you get to see those. And two year, a year ago, two years ago, she wasn't here. Now right. she's here as a vendor. Right. So that you see what's going on here, inspiring other people to get to get their stuff going. Come here and get it and get it done. I love those hats, by the way. I love I'm a big fan yeah, your already. Your hat looks good. I your got hat two looks hats. Good. I wouldn't buy. I like the Blue Jay hat. And then I had to go get the other one. I, I found out yesterday I, I'm apparently a Toronto fan, and I didn't know it. So There you go. <laughs> so there you go. It's awesome. Um, man, I think that's going to be it for us this time. We're going to wrap it up. You guys are off to Chicago. Chicago, the Windy City. I got a Patrick Kane jersey I got to sell on there. <laughs> uh, going to Chicago, the Windy City next week. But I cannot wait until May. Or is it April next year? Is it April? Yeah, it'd probably be, yeah, probably be April next year. April. So, yeah. um I cannot wait for that uh, little little uh, insider information for you that we're working with the Jaywalk already to, to do a special T-shirt for us. Nice. So uh, that's that's very preliminary, but we're going to make it happen. If the giveaways next time or anything like the giveaways we had this time, it's going to be another successful giveaway run. And uh, until then, I guess I guess we'll 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 just say adieu, adieu, farewell, adieu, adieu. adieu. Is you? Is that is that the Canadian way to say it? That's the, the French well, Canadian. Well, it is. That's the French. Can, it's French Canadian word. So is you? It is a je. A je. A je. That's what you dip your sandwiches in, yeah. right? <laughs> no, that's au jus. Au jus. I don't know. All right, man. Uh, thanks for hanging out you with me. You can bid a je to your au jus. That's right. A bit of dude. I, it's salty. Like it's it's, it's real salty. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Until next time, just keep listening. Cue the drink.